0: Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father.
1: Hey. Good morning, everyone.
0: Today's Tuesday, uh, Memorial of Saint Benedict. <coughs> Excuse me. And Father will reflect on today's gospel from Saint Matthew. The demoniac who could not speak was brought to Jesus, and when the demon was driven out, the mute man could speak. Could the mute? Sorry, the mute man spoke. The crowds were amazed and said nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He drives out demons by the prince of demons. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, His heart was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then He said to His disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest father.
1: Okay. So let's just talk about two things today. Uh, uh the dumb devil and, uh, praying for vocations and, um, St. John Chrysostom comments that this man quote could not present his petition by himself for he was dumb. He could not beg for the others, for the devil had bound his tongue and his tongue was tied, it tied his soul as a homily he gave. And when he was alive and, um, you know, uh, in demonology, there are certain demons actually are called mute demons or dumb demons uh, that uh, just don't speak. And they uh, they're very hard to apparently accord to exorcists to get out because, you know, they don't reveal anything. They're, just, they're quiet. And um, but that But for us, I mean, St. Osiris and other saints have also sort of identified that for us, the this dumb, this uh, dumb demon is. Uh, is any, any sort of uh, presence that ties us from seeking help or putting our problems out there to Christ and to um, the necessary means of sanctification. Um, I f- it says here, when in personal prayer we do not speak to the Lord of our miseries and do not beg him to cure them, or when in confession or spiritual direction out of shame we do not feel our miseries, we then allow the dumb devil to take control of us and exploit our pride and vanity to hide our spiritual wounds. The result? Allowing the quote-unquote dumb devil to dominate us will prevent us to recover interior peace, receive the help of God's grace through his instruments, and to return to the right path. I believe that was St. Maria, And he's talking about like, you know, when we just can't speak up, you know, and we won't articulate. Uh, I find sometimes um, men struggle with this more than women as articulating their problems <laughs> uh, verbally to others, you know, because we're trained not to, reveal our weaknesses women are actually very good about doing this and sometimes too much, you know, you, you know, with too much information, but there's something, there's an openness, I think, to women more so than men with the seeking help. And by men especially have to be a little bit more open to healing with, uh, and, and being sincere about what are the problems that I'm experiencing inside of my soul. Um, And uh, you know, so, but we, the positive thing is if we go to Jesus um, he'll heal us. And St. Joseph Henry goes on to say, may we never lack the straightforwardness to acknowledge this and open our souls to our Lord and the tabernacle and spiritual direction. And he goes, God allows for our weakness and always forgives us, but we need to be sincere to repent and to struggle to rise up again. You know? So just, I think the first thing is never let the devil tie your tongue when something needs to be said. And that's not just with confession, spiritual direction. Maybe there's like a conversation you need to have with someone and it's difficult. And, um, you know, it's necessary and it's going to help your friendship or a relationship, you know, but, you know, there's something that says, ah, don't say it, you know, it's going to make things worse. And, you know, ask for the courage to, you know, sort of evacuate this, this dumb devil. And the second thing is praying for vocation, um, vacations, uh, you know, next year in the Archdiocese of Washington, I think we're going to regain something like 16 guys, which is unbelievable. And that's unheard of, I think, in United States of America, but years ago, it was like twice as many every year. I mean, every rectory had six priests, five priests, and everyone had their particular job, and it was just a lot of fun, and, you know, priests were so prevalent, and there was enough to go around, and, you know, there was never a, a lack of availability to find a priest for confession or spiritual direction or just a guy to go play on the playground, you know, maybe it was a younger priest with a youth group, you know, and all this other stuff, And but now we just, you know, most parishes find themselves just struggling to for a guy to run. You know, a parish or two or three. Some of my friends in other dioceses, you know, they they're running three parishes at once. And um, we got to pray for vocations. Our Lord says the the uh, the harvest is plenty, but the labors are free. Pray that God will uh, provide. And uh, I I found that in places where there's um, Eucharistic adoration, um, there's usually a, a, a sort of a, a surge of vocations. That you know, uh, there's a camp out in Southern Maryland, uh, called the St. John summer camp. And also there's one at Sacred Heart now, Sacred Heart, um, a summer camp. And uh, a lot of these summer camps are one of the things that the the workers have to do or they're paid to is that part of their work is to do a daily holy hour or a time in front of the blessed sacrament. And one of the most miraculous things about this is every year there's like one or two kids from all these camps that join the seminar of religious life. It's just like one of those things where, you know, all of a sudden, like vocations are popping out because they're there i guess that that time of silence and contemplation leads the young person to realize well maybe god called me to do something heroic for him to sacrifice my life to save souls and 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 i think too is that uh we ourselves i mean we if we're if you're struggling or complaining well we just you know father we just you know father's just so overburdened he's never around well maybe maybe just listen to our lord <laughs> do a weekly holy hour that God will give you another priest, you know, that he'll provide um, a labor for the harvest because, you know, there's a lot of work to be done and there's so few to do it. So pray for vocations. And uh, if you're a young person, if we have any young people out there and you're not married, uh, I'd ask you just to consider, you know, is God possibly calling me to be a priest or a religious sister? If you're a female uh, to help, you know, souls in a different way. And, uh, It's a great life, not for everybody, but if it is your call, you'd be super happy in it and God will use you in powerful ways. God bless.